This is Lake Effect from 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee Public Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Mitch Tyke, And I'm Joy Powers. All summer, our Full Plate series has been looking at many sides of the agricultural industry in southeastern Wisconsin. But perhaps the one thing that connects all types of agriculture is farm workers, the people whose physical labor puts food on our tables. Farm workers in the United States face unique challenges, complicated by a lack of workplace protections and immigration status that makes it difficult to hold employers accountable. Combined with amplified threats of deportation, many farm laborers are finding their jobs increasingly more difficult. Bruce Goldstein is the president of Farm Worker Justice, and we spoke over the phone about the many issues affecting farm laborers today. Bruce, thank you so much for speaking with me. Glad to be here. So just to start off uh, at something really basic, when you use the term farm worker, what do you mean? We are serving people who work on farms and ranches in the United States. So it can be people who are cultivating and harvesting crops. It could be people working on uh, dairy farms or, or working on ranches. Okay, so people who are generally doing um the labor side of, of farm work. Exactly. We uh, serve the farm workers who work for the farmers. So this is a very big question that has, I'm sure, a very big answer. But what are the kinds of issues facing farm workers on the ground, you know, specifically when we're thinking of workplace protections? Farm workers face many challenges. One of the many challenges is that the labor laws generally discriminate against farm workers. So they are not protected by the same wage protections or occupational safety and health protections and other legal requirements that most other workers enjoy in this country. And the um, lack of equal protection causes a lot of farm workers to experience wage theft and um, inability to organize a labor union and many other harms, including dangerous working conditions. Is there a reason for that? Why why do farm workers face this kind of discrimination that other workers aren't? The agricultural employers have had the political power to persuade legislators in this country to discriminate against farm workers based on the claim that the farmers should not have to meet the uh, same standards and requirements that other employers meet. Now, California state law uh, has been improved over the last few decades. So farm workers in California have a lot of the same protections that other workers have. But at the federal level and in almost every other state, farm workers continue to suffer uh, discrimination. It seems like a lot of these issues are compounded by the fact that many of the farm workers uh, who make the food that we eat are immigrants. Statistically speaking, how many are immigrants? Well, uh, there are not very good statistics about farm workers, so the best we can do is estimate. We believe that there are about 2.5 million farm workers in the country, not including their family members. And... um, Statistics suggest that at least 70% of them are immigrants, although many people believe it's probably higher at, say, 80 or 85% being foreign-born. 
And then of those, at least one half of farm workers are undocumented immigrants. Um, and some people believe it's higher than that, somewhere between 55% and maybe even 70% of farm workers being undocumented. Why is this a line of work uh, where we find a lot of undocumented immigrants? Historically, because farm work has been difficult and dangerous and excluded from other labor protections, people have tended to get out of farm work whenever they could. And our country has allowed agricultural employers to find workers uh, from poorer countries who are willing to put up uh, with those conditions and, and those wage rates because the opportunity uh, may have been better than it was in their home country. So uh, your organization releases a lot of statements about specifically legislation, but about conversations that are just kind of rolling around D.C. and other states. Um, Congress just had a discussion on some of the realities of so-called agricultural guest workers. Uh, who is considered a guest worker, and, and why do you take issue uh, with the use of them? Well, this country uh, has been rightly called a nation of immigrants. That is, people who are, who are treated as immigrants to the country under our laws and usually given a path to earn citizenship, which includes the right to vote. The, the word guest worker refers to people who are brought in under temporary foreign worker programs. That is, they are given a temporary work permit. And there's a special program for agriculture. Uh, it's called the H-2A Temporary Foreign Agricultural Worker Program, or the H-2A Guest Worker Program. And under it, the worker can be brought in uh, by an employer, but the worker may only work for the one employer that got them the visa. The job is seasonal, and the worker must leave the United States when the job ends. If the worker would like to come back in a following season, the worker has to hope that the employer will invite the person back and apply for a visa for that person. So under those conditions, the guest workers really are very reluctant to challenge unfair or illegal conduct because they're afraid that they'll be fired and deported or not invited back in a future season. And another uh, aspect of the guest worker program is that no matter how many seasons these workers return to the United States to help our food system prosper, they are not given an opportunity to earn a permanent immigration status or citizenship. So they are a great are a great disadvantage compared to the traditions for economic freedom and political freedom that we expect in this country. What are the conversations about guest workers uh, that lawmakers are having right now? Does it seem as though people are taking issue with this program or are they trying to expand it? Well, the H-2A program allows agricultural employers to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers every year. Uh, there's no cap on the number of visas, unlike most immigration programs. So some of the discussions are around bills some agricultural employers support that would weaken wage protections and other labor protections and reduce government oversight over the H-2A program. So we're very concerned because we believe that the abuses under the H-2A program of workers are so rampant that the protections should be strengthened and enforcement of those protections should be strengthened. We're also very concerned 
about these discussions on guest worker programs because these proposals about changing the guest worker program do nothing to solve the fundamental problem that we have right now. The majority of farm workers in this country are undocumented immigrants. They are cultivating our crops, harvesting our crops, working on our ranches very productively, but they're not authorized to be here. And our government is now engaging in a lot of immigration enforcement, deporting a lot of people, scaring a lot of people, making it very difficult for farm workers to live and work in this country. We need to give the current farm workers in agriculture an opportunity to earn legal immigration status and an opportunity for U.S. citizenship. Now, there are many agricultural employers that support that, as, as we do, and that's what we want to see happen, not some new guest worker program where people are brought in under this restricted non-immigrant status and can be exploited. As you mentioned, in, in part, Donald Trump came into office on an anti-immigrant platform, specifically speaking out against uh, refugees who are fleeing war-torn countries and immigrants who came to the U.S. illegally or who overstayed uh, their, their visas or other types of employment. How has this anti-immigrant rhetoric impacted farm workers? And, I mean, you must talk to farmers to some extent. What do, what do they think about this? Well, I don't want to speak for the farmers, but I do know that many of the farmers, along with the farm workers, are very afraid of the immigration enforcement that has substantially increased under the Trump administration. There have been farm workers who have been arrested and deported. Uh, A lot of farm workers around the country and their employers are saying that they see a greater presence of immigration agents in rural communities. And it's, it's interfering with their, their lives, and it's interfering with the ability of uh, businesses to plan their, their future. So the immigration enforcement and the rhetoric around it um, has really instilled tremendous fear among farm workers. Many farm workers are reluctant to go to public places and public buildings, such as a health center, when they're ill. They're afraid to go to their parent-teacher conference you know, for their child who's in school fear that uh, by showing up in a public place, they'll be arrested and their family split up. Uh, So the the rhetoric and the action really created a very difficult situation for agriculture in this country. And that's why we need immigration reform that grants farm workers an opportunity to earn legal immigration status. There are a couple bills right now in Wisconsin um, that would also impact the immigrant community. Um, Both would essentially crack down on uh, sanctuary cities like Milwaukee. Um, And one would specifically allow residents to sue their local government if they believe federal immigration policies aren't being enforced. I mean, that seems like it would have a tremendous impact on farmers in Wisconsin and more specifically dairy farmers who are truly integral part of our economy. I mean, what would that mean for dairy farms in Wisconsin? Well, we've spoken to dairy farmers um, and looked at information you know, all over the country, including in Wisconsin. And many of the dairy farmers are saying that they know that a significant number of their workers on their dairy farms are undocumented immigrants. And many of these dairy farmers are saying we need immigration reform. These bills that are aimed at what they call sanctuary cities are really misguided. You know, for one thing, let's face it, the immigration laws were not enforced for decades, and agricultural employers have been able to hire undocumented workers, often with a wink and a nod. And so it's a little bit hypocritical 
to now say that these workers should be deported and not allowed to continue to work in agriculture when it's our own systems in this country that have allowed this to develop. We're also very concerned about these bills because undocumented immigrants need to be able to go to the police to report crimes and to get crimes prosecuted. But if local police become immigration agents, then undocumented immigrants are often not going to be willing to take the risk of deportation uh, to go and and report crimes. So there's also pending legislation right now, the RAISE Act, um, which your organization has also spoken about. Would that have an impact on on farm workers? Uh, Well, yes, it it would, because the, the RAISE Act would substantially slash the number of people who could obtain immigration status in the first place. And with several hundred thousand farm workers who lack authorized immigration status, we need to be able to give them immigration status. It doesn't do anything to allow current undocumented farm workers to get immigration status. Second, the RAISE Act would require most uh, immigrants based on work needs to have advanced degrees like PhDs and master's degrees and to have learned English already and, and have other skills. But we need a lot of workers in this country who don't have those, those levels of education and skills, and, and we need them for jobs that don't require that level of skill and, and education and language ability. So the RAISE Act is really misguided. It also would slash the number of visas available for families members to enter the country. And it, it's very anti-family. Uh, and most farm workers, at least half the farm workers in the country today, are parents. And we need to be supportive of family structure. We strongly support a bill that was introduced by Senator Feinstein of California and Representative Gutierrez of Illinois called the Agricultural Worker Program Act of 2017. It would allow eligible, undocumented farm workers to earn legal immigration status and the path to citizenship. We believe that Congress should take that action and do so as quickly as possible to help both employers uh, and farm workers as well as consumers. So switching gears a bit, what are the biggest misconceptions that you hear from people when you're doing your work, when you're talking about farm workers' rights? What are the the biggest misconceptions that, that you try to combat? Well, one misconception is that farm workers are being treated well in this country. Uh, We think that for the most part, they're not. There are certainly many good employers in agriculture, but a lot of farm workers really are not treated well. These, These commercials you see on television that make it seem like all your food comes from this very small farm that a family operates and then everybody's treated like a family member really doesn't give a, a true picture of the conditions that many farm workers experience. Farm work is rated as one of the most dangerous occupations in the United States based on uh, fatalities on the job and injuries on the job. A lot of people don't recognize that. So we try to uh, give people a a better understanding of the difficult work that you know farm workers are engaged in and, and the contributions. One other major misconception that I, I uh, should point out is that um, some people, often well-meaning, say that if, 
if farm workers' wages go up a lot, our, our food will, will cost a lot more. But the truth is that farm workers' wages are such a small percentage of the price we pay at the store for our produce that you could raise farm workers' wages substantially and have a very minimal impact on the cost uh, to uh, households in the United States for a year. So we can do a lot better for farm workers without much uh, pain. Bruce Goldstein is the president of Farm Worker Justice, an organization that works to improve conditions for farm laborers in the United States. For more information, head to wuwn.com.